When I say pen, you say noobs. Pen, noobs. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Pen Noobs. Ooh, Jika. Someone said the noobs as well. We have a special guest. That means we have a special guest. We have a special guest. So good evening, good day, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are and whatever time you're listening to the Pen Noobs podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm Jika. And for today's episode, we have a guest from the Philippines, where we are also are from. And he's very popular in the Philippines as one of the power sellers in the Fountain Pen Palenque. He's also very notable for having such engaging and entertaining promotional taglines, promotional <laughs> advertising in the Fountain Pen Palenque. And so, Jika, please do the honor to introduce our guest for this episode. Everyone, please welcome the man who supplied half of my pen collection, Mr. <laughs> Alden Castaneda. Applause! Hello, hello everyone. Hi. Thank you, Ryan, Hi. and thank you, Jika, for inviting me. Thanks, po, Sir Alden, for coming over. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Sir Alden, for gracing us in this particular episode. You know, Jika and I... Our collection, well, as what Jika said, half of her collection is from from you. And um, for me, most of the pens I love the most are from you. <laughs> Great. Good to, hear. Good to hear. Yeah. So in this episode, we're going to talk to Sir Alden Castaneda um, pertaining to his fountain pen and stationary journey. And likewise, of course, with what he does and what he's very good at which is penabling people. <laughs> and we will find out how penabling has become, of course, a business for him, and likewise, a lifelong passion, which he continuously pursues. But to start off first our episode, we're going to have our first segment, which is Noob Discoveries. So in this particular segment, we need to share a new discovery that we have or something interesting that we just discovered pertaining to fountain pens, stationaries, journals, etc., etc. So, yeah. Sir Alden, do you want to start? Or maybe Jika and I could start? Oh, you want me to start? Together. Yes, please. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'll share what? My, my favorite pens, I guess, for everyday writing. Oh. Uh, as you know, it's plural. <laughs> <laughs> I would be content with just one pen. I'm sure you can also relate to that. So uh, I have basically a platinum. This is a 3776 Oshino. Mm -hmm. And then I have a Pro Gear Realo. And the third is a Wancher Crystal 2. Oh my gosh, so, sir. First watcher. Those are my three favorite pens for everyday writing. You know? So for platinum, I like it. Uh, I like the the shape. Actually, this is the best shape I like. It's just right for my hand. And the M nib is what I really love about the platinum 
uh, 10. Now, this is a 3776. I also like demos because I, uh, I like to see how much ink is present. And uh, I like how this demo stays clear, no? Even with everyday use, it doesn't seem to have as much uh, scratches as other demos. No? I think they have a special technology for this type of demo. And then the second is the Realo. No? So the Realo, again, you can also see the ink window. And uh, this is an MNIB. Okay, so uh, surprisingly, this Realo is very smooth. I don't know if it's a, a trend, but it seems that the Sailor M's now tend to have less feedback mm -hmm. than yeah. years before. No? So it feels much smoother now, and I, and I like the way it writes. And then the third, uh, my steel nib, uh, this is the Wancher Crystal 2. So again, it's very smooth. Uh, I can't say that it's a steel nib. It feels like a gold nib when I write it. And the M, it's actually a Joe nib. No? So, but uh, but this Joe nib is writes really well. So it's also my favorite. Yeah. Wow! Wow! Oh my gosh! Because totally ng Sailor Pro Gear Rialo. <laughs> I have that, Sir Alden. My boyfriend has the Hashino, and I have the Rialo. So I feel like we're no. in good company. <laughs> <laughs> Do you exchange pens? <laughs> Not yet, but we assume it's conjugal property. So it's also mine. <laughs> Sana all make a conjugal. <laughs> oh, can I go next po for noob yes, discoveries? Um, sure. Actually, it's a reverse noob discovery because I will not stop promoting our giveaway. <laughs> really, guys, I just want you to discover the giveaway again on our page. Um, join in and we're drawing the winner on April 30th. When's that? This Saturday? Yeah. Okay. We're drawing the winner this Saturday and hopefully we can release this episode on Friday. I'm really hoping that I finish editing by then. But for now, guys, time to discover our page once again. <laughs> um, we are not so noobs anymore, but we still are noobs. So we are the Pen Noobs Podcast. Our Instagram page and um, the giveaway are your ideal noob discoveries for this week. Yay! Show them the, the pen case para Sir Alden also can see. Oh! oh. <laughs> Hi, Sir <laughs> I make pen cases now because I haven't been journaling. So, oh. um, it's not seen. Wait, let me flash a light on it. So, um, yay, autofocus. So, this is a veg tanned leather hand-stitched um, pen case. Um, and you can pull out the three. Oh, that's oh. nice. Thank you, Sir Alden. And the pictures also look great. Thank you, Po. <laughs> oh my God, killing. It's like, it's like the power seller, Sir Alden, approves of my work. But yes. <laughs> so everyone, um, we've upped the prize from a prototype to an actual pen case. Um, it fits um, snugly big pens or long pens like, say, the Pilot. Custom 823, those fit here very well. So to do fat pens fit because it's adjustable in the back. So um, I tested it out. It can fit my Pilot Custom Urushi. 
quite well. So join in, guys. Discover us after this episode. Oh, for me, I have two noob discoveries. Well, they're not necessarily noob discoveries, but yeah, that's why they're noob discoveries because they're new to me. So, syempre, I want to flaunt the pen that I got from Sir Alden recently. So, it's the vanishing point. <laughs> I guess what's noob, noob discovery for me is that you can actually get something in extra fine. I think Sir Alden was surprised, eh? Sir Alden, gusto ko extra fine. <laughs> but he has the nib. I was so surprised. I'm like, oh my goodness. He has an extra fine of the vanishing point, which I couldn't even find from from Cosmos Bazaar or from other sellers ng pilot vanishing point. So that was really something else. So Sir Alden, thank you. My my new discovery is the extra fine vanishing point. It's my everyday, not so everyday carry, but it's my everyday work pen. <laughs> If I want to be subtle but still extra, if you know what I mean, because gold is too extra and not subtle, but this one is extra but a little bit more professional. So there, yeah, there you have it. And the perfect pairing for this actually is my new work planner. So I have a new work planner because I'm going to start my new work, my new job in May. Oh. That's next, na. Um, but a lot of people have been asking about the Sumkin, Sumkin agenda. So this is from from the brand Sumkin. So it's like a traveler's notebook, but the leather, Jika, the leather. Look at the leather. Can you bring it on Friday when we see each other? Yeah. Tapos look at the the embossing at the back. Oh, it's, it's from so, France. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was, it, it, oh my gosh. You know, it smells like expensive leather. Yon, you know, that's, that's how it smells like. So, yeah, this is my new discovery. Um, when, um, when one of our friends, Denise, was asking me about, is Sumkin worth it? <laughs> I told her, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's worth it if it's on sale. No, if you're on a tight budget. Mm. This is my new discovery. It's the Sumkin um, Acrobat. They call it the Acrobat. Oh. Do you know inspir- why it's called an Acrobat? But yeah, look at that. Oh. It's so pretty. Yeah, your inserts, yeah. That's that's how the inserts look like. It's it's, creepy. Is it mustard? Mustard yellow? Yeah, it is. Very nice. Okay. I'll that's bring my, my I'll bring the one I made and then we can just like see the difference of the leather because this is like Pinoy leather, cow leather. <laughs> yeah, still exciting and okay, so enough about us, Jika. <laughs> enough true, about true. our new discovery. We have to now focus our attention to our guests. And um, in this particular episode, we'll get to know more about Mr. Alden Castaneda, the man behind all of those really engaging and really entertaining sales pitch in Fountain Pen Palenque. So we'll start off first, Sir Alden, our, our Q&A with a couple of questions. 
we'd like to know more about your personal journey with fountain pens, stationaries, and all of the different knickknacks that goes with the hobby. Jika, would you like to start first with the question? Hi, Sir Alden. Um, the yes. first, the first question is really just the basic one, like how did you start on your fountain pen and stationary journey? Okay, well, I think I started off with the cheaper one, which is not a fountain pen. <laughs> so I started with roller balls and ball mm-hmm. pens. No? And from college down to when I was working, I collected a lot. No? So and I'd like to show you. Can you see it? Gosh, oh my gosh. It's so colorful, sir. Yeah. So these are all cross uh, ballpoint pens. And as you can see, it hit a, a chord in me no? because I like colors. So I like, I like different colored shirts. I like different colored bed sheets. <laughs> and, and, and these pens were quite colorful. So I collected all the brands and cross. You have the Parkers and you have the Shepherds. So uh, that was it for a long time, for decades. No? And then I had uh, an aunt who tried to convert me to fountain pens, but she failed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like fountain pens because it, it, it was so messy on my fingers because I didn't know how to fill it up. Uh, and then the paper I used at that time wasn't really good paper. It was good enough for my ball pens and the roller balls, but for the fountain pens, there was bleed through. So I said, counting pens were not for me. But I guess uh, I mellowed. <laughs> and there was scribe. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Miss <Ms>. Jill. <laughs> she, I, I, I would be buying roller balls and ball pens from scribe before. So if you, you, you weren't aware at that time, they still sold those uh, pens. And I was the, probably one of their top customers <laughs> buying them until they ran out of roller balls and ball pens. So, uh, so I was converted to a fountain pen. My first fountain pen there was a Twist B 540. And then, of course, the platinum glaciers uh, like this. Please, yes, yeah. So I started collecting the colors again. <laughs> and I think what was critical to my conversion, uh, there were two things. One was that uh, the inks, there was just a lot of choices for inks. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, I, I like colors. no. And these inks provided a lot more variety than the roller balls and ball pens. Standard black, blue, red. Then you can get the green and violet. But here, how many shades of blue can we get from the <laughs> shades of green? Uh, so I think that opened a new world for me. And then the second one that convinced me was using the right paper. So I discovered Rodia and then Clairefontaine. And then the Midori, which was also there, no? and then Nemosine. And the experience was really just uh, two degrees of magnitude better than roller balls and uh, ball pen. So 
that hooked me. And ever since I stopped buying roller balls and ball pens and shifted to to fountain pens. So you need, I think you need a trio. You have the, you need to have the fountain pen, the ink, and the paper. They have to work in uh, harmony. Otherwise, you might not go into the rabbit hole. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. It's hard to enable someone if one of those three is not the correct, correct, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. So, uh, one thing I do with my post is I try to understand what kind of need the the person would have. No, so if you're if you're on a enabling journey, you want to enable someone, you need to understand that person first. No. You can't just give them any pen, no. Uh, try to find out what's their favorite color, no. If they're using you know, standard black or blue, a favorite palanya is purple. Then you you give a purple ink, no, that uh, will excite that person. And then you, know, you have a starter pen, no. Uh, and plus, don't forget the paper. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Alden, sorry, I just want to ask more or less the, the timeline. Like, when did you start getting into it? Like, what, what year was it? Oh my God, I will tell my age. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's okay. <laughs> sorry, sir. Senior citizen now. <laughs> you can give an estimate, Sir Alden, like in the last five years, last 10 years. Yeah, maybe 24 14, 15, so 14, eight years. So eight years. But before that, it's like how what? How many four decades of ano? four decades of roller balls and ball roller balls. So my collection of ball pens and the roller balls are much bigger than my fountain pen collection. Oh my gosh, Sir Alden, if you don't mind my asking, it's totally okay to not answer. But how big? Like an estimate. Is your roller ball and or ballpoint collection? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what kinds of storage containers do you put them in now? Like one entire cabinet? <laughs> uh, uh, I actually haven't. Well, the, the number is probably 500. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. Sir Idol. <laughs> and I would use the the Muji pen, uh, Muji acrylics, mm-hmm. like what I showed earlier. This 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 one you can get this at Muji. Yeah. There's a five uh, five layered uh, design that maximizes because it's just small enough, so it's not too 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 tall. Oh, I didn't know that. Now I know. Thank you, sir. But then I moved house. So when I moved house, I have less space because I live in a condo. Uh, they're stored in boxes. Oh. So boxes na siya. And kawawa naman sila. Kasi now it's the fountain pens that are in the in the Muji trays. Everyone has their day, sir. I totally admire your collection. Sana po di sila natutuyo. <laughs> oh nga sila roller balls <laughs> natuto yung roller ball yeah. yung ball pens 
longer. They take longer. You need to use them regularly then. Mm-hmm. So, marami sa kanila mukhang tayo na siguro. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, sir. They were loved. <laughs> sir Alden, so earlier you mentioned that um, your aunt tried to persuade you before to try fountain pens, but you were not that persuaded. So we wanted to know who, if any, um, influenced you in the fountain pen journey. Like when you were starting, did you watch watch any YouTube videos or were there particular people you were following um, with their stories in their fountain pen journey? Actually, <laughs> not so much. Because eh. I just uh, look at what's visually available. So I guess yung pinaka nag-influence sa akin was the scribe ladies. No? No. <laughs> Miss Jill po ba ito? Sila, Miss sila, Jill? Sila, I have something new. Ganyan. No? <laughs> <laughs> And then I didn't even want to join Fountain Pen Network at the start. At parang, parang, at first I didn't see the need eh, because I was already happy just collecting ganyan and, uh, and visiting the stores. No? So, so, Eventually, I I was convinced to to join, and then I saw uh, a lot of benefit that I I didn't realize uh, I would get from joining a community. So, so in fact, now is now it's my favorite community. You know, uh, I looked at other communities, but uh, this one, the Fountain Pen community, is much more professional. So there's a lot of respect. You no, know? so it's good that. Political views are not uh, not allowed, no? so because it can it can dampen. You know, you just want to share about things about the hobby, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's really an eye opener for me because uh, I saw also how people design their collection strategy. Call it, no? so. Merong yellow pens, merong blue pens, merong purple and pink pens. And then merong uh, representative of each country. So you have a German mm-hmm. pen, a Japanese pen, you know, an Italian pen. So, uh, or they like, some people like small pens versus big pens. So it's fascinating. No? It actually broadened my, my likes about fountain pen. I thought, I, thought uh, I would be perfectly happy already with the 3776. Uh, but uh, by exposed, being exposed to the fountain pen community, I started to appreciate the small pens and then the big pens. And so it's a never ending fascination because there's always something new to discover. Mm. You're forever noob. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sir Alden, yes. Always the feeling. And also, Sir. Um, I guess in connection with that, I just want to tell everyone that fountain pen palengkes, what do you call that? Cover picture is actually from Sir Alden as well. It's a bunch of, speaking of themes, if you log on to fountain pen palengke, just like add yourself on there and the administrators will approve it. The first picture you see up top is that of Sir Alden's, like, I think it was a sales post of pink pens. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. It's iconic. Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> so. Love it. Sige, Gika, next 
Question. Next question. Um, Sir Alden, speaking of um, pen collections, um, actually not pen collections, but more like everyday pens or favorites of all time. I think you somewhat answered this. Na eh. You mentioned your three pens a while ago oh, in yeah, Discoveries, yeah, yeah. right? But what's your all-time favorite paper and ink? Ano, clear fountain. Oh, oh, oh. Why? I mean, why? Because most people answer to Moe. My, my, I have a very strong preference for white paper. Oh. I guess it started maybe in, in, in school, college, no? Parang you have the, the the newsprint to write on, mm-hmm. uh, and even the books, no, there were books printed in newsprint, but there were those imported books who were printed on book paper. You very white, and then you like the smell, mm-hmm. and even though they're more expensive, I would buy them, no, because it makes me want to study more. <laughs> not true. It's, it's, it's not exciting to study. <laughs> <laughs> I like white, so uh, and among the white options, I think Clairefontaine and Rodia stand out. So I like it better than cream, so that that's my preference. I like it, sir. It's still yeah. about color. The Japanese, ano, Japanese paper tends to be cream. Mm-hmm. A lot of them tend to be cream because uh, it's supposed to be. Uh, more eye friendly it is the month no it is more it it doesn't glare as much no but for me the white doesn't glare so i'm okay <laughs> super okay with white um but sir alden what about your favorite ink or your most used ink my favorite ink would be for the moment <laughs> okay lang po sir. i like taxia inks so yung mga ukiyo, ukiyo eh. So, uh, I just like, I like shading and not so much on shimmer because uh, the shimmer, parang you always have this at the back of your mind, uh, will it cloud the pen? And, yeah. and uh, I don't feel, I, I'm a bit lazy in terms of cleaning pens. <laughs> Same po. <laughs> So, so lazy that uh, when I have uh, an ink chosen for a pen, uh, 80% of the time, it will be the same ink throughout the life of the pen. Wow! <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, and, uh, so going back to the choice, uh, I, I like the shading and the Ukiyo inks really provide really nice shading. So the Koi Eye, the blue-black, the uh, Sabi Midori, which is a green, blue, gray mix, no? and then uh, Benicucci, which is the brownish red. So those are my three favorite inks now. Recently, though, I, I tried the J. Urban, uh, the Rouge Grenat. So you know, man, yung shading yan, it's red with some black, no? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I find it very interesting. Yeah, lots of color. 
Colorful. parang yun nga eh, like your theme. What we're deriving from the conversation so far is that color really defines or like is an expression of your involvement in the hobby. Would that yeah. be right? Yeah. Yes. Because uh, yes. I like to choose colors for the day. Now, what what will be my mood for the day? No, and what types of colors inspire me to think logically versus what colors make me think creatively. So, because uh, in work, you sometimes have to be logical, you do strategies, and then sometimes you have to do creative work. No, mm-hmm. so I use my pens to, to help uh, tune, uh, tune my mind no? to, mm-hmm. to the intent. Beautiful. Never thought of it that way, Sir Alden. Because it's like, I, I don't know, I'm a girl. So like I was brought up girly. And then I just think that at the start of my day, I'm going to choose my clothes, these colors, so that I feel good or like it meets the purpose of what I have to do in the day. But I didn't think that pens or being part of the hobby can actually be somewhat like dressing up for the day as well. So thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. When I was doing, when I was working, that's also part of my early morning choice. No? So I choose what shirt to wear, and then I match it with my watch, and then I match it with my pen. Oh, <laughs> new so goals. Whenever, yeah, so whenever we would have meetings, uh, it's a nice conversation starter because they would inspect me. <laughs> participants to inspect me. Oh, what's, oh, what's your, what's the color of your pen? <laughs> what's the color of your watch? <laughs> and then they would make judgment. Ah, okay, yeah. Oh, I'm very complimentary. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that, Ryan. Mm-hmm. It's part of the, no, no. It's part of the the get up, mm-hmm. the look. Yeah. I think a lot of the points that Sir Alden has, has shared already talks a lot about what he likes and loves about the hobby. But it will be interesting to find out what Sir Alden likes least about the hobby. <laughs> kind of difficult yeah. question, you know. It's not entirely negative, but maybe there are certain things that um, can be, I don't know, less something that you'd like with fountain pens. Uh, yeah. Um... Say, well, of course, overall, it's, it's the likes that uh, that would predominate no? because it's, it's a hobby. It makes you happy. So what aspects don't make you happy? Uh, of course, the nib performance. Uh, when it becomes scratchy. Uh, but then in terms of freak, it's not frequently ex- encountered. But when you encounter it, it's a, it's not a good feeling, no. Mm-hmm. What I most frequently encounter uh, would be drying up in the pen. So, uh, because I like colors, I have maybe like thirty pens that are all inked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you can imagine. I, I can't use all 30 pens in one city. <laughs> Although my 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 hobby, part of my hobby is I just use them and write uh, 
the name of the pen and then the name of the ink and then move on to the next pen and so on and so forth. And I fill up three pages of writing and then I use uh, most of them, no? But they're dated when you're busy doing something else. So they, you, left them, you, le you leave them without being touched, no? Mm -hmm. And uh, in fact, with most European pens, that's my pet peeve. Yeah. Because they tend to dry up. And... Oh my gosh, I didn't know that, sir. So, so actually, you Platinum is one of my favorite brands because it has the slip and seal mm -hmm. uh, features. So I can leave a pen uh, unused for weeks, no? some even months, no? and uh, the seal is pretty good. So when you write it, it's still okay. Mm -hmm. But with some uh, you know, European brands, you don't use them for a few days. Soon the cards start now. Now what I do is I have the the syringe. <laughs> <laughs> so I just put water on the uh, on the nib, so so it it wakes up the ink, <laughs> and then it can it can write again. Others would I think they would dip dip it in water quickly, just to bring back the moisture. Oh my gosh, Sir Alden! Remember you? I got my cafe creme from you, in I think February. I haven't changed the ink since. <laughs> <laughs> it's a European pen. So after this, I'm gonna clean my pen now. Thanks, sir. I'm not European. Western, yeah, Western. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> It's more, the, it's more the U.S. brand. Now. U.S. brands, like Conklin, no? Oops, I mean the brand. <laughs> we can uh, edit it out. <laughs> Parker. Parker. So, I think Meron Silan designed the, it, the, the, even the cup is, has an opening. Oh, dear. They want air to come in because of the, it's supposed to be the vacuum or something. But when it's open, so it, it has a tendency to but understandable like thank you sir alden for reminding me to clean my pens um i only have two pens inked up right now and i can't imagine the nightmare of cleaning 30 pens <laughs> <laughs> i wish you luck sir in that journey <laughs> <laughs> I think moving on then to the next part, um, it's really so we've pretty much cleaned or asked the questions regarding your fountain pen and stationary journey, like personally, individually as like a pen noob. But it cannot be denied that your contributions to the Fountain Pen Network Philippines and the Fountain Pen Palenque in the Philippines is really are, are really remarkable. Like as we said a while ago, most of our collections and our favorite and hard to find pens are sourced by you. And you are so iconic in the Fountain Pen Palenque, most well known for enabling all of us. I guess uh, moving then from the uh, the pen and stationary journey, how do you get started on penabling people, sir? 
Okay, well, well, the idea occurred to me when uh, I retired. So, uh, so you sort of think of what is your next chapter in life, no? Uh, and and for me, the question was more difficult because uh, in the past it was easier to set goals. No, you want to finish high school, you want to finish college, and then you want to do do work, no? That's meaningful. And then when you retire. Parang, what do you do after? No, parang, and, and you don't know the next one, which is, you go to heaven. No? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully heaven. Nga. No, but it's really because, yeah, you, 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 you start thinking about how, how can you make, uh, how can you provide more meaning, not just for yourself, but to others. No? So, ano na, parang, after you retire, right? so so I thought of the hobby as uh, trying to be less self-centered, right? because because parang yung new hobby is you collect what you like, no? What and I want this and I want that, no? So parang you're happy, naman. You it it's it, it's a good feeling because you get enjoyment from it. But I thought that uh, going beyond that, the next level is to you become happy if you make others happier. Mm-hmm. No? So parang uh, the happiness is doubled because you make the other person happy and you also become happy. No? And, uh, and I thought that I was gaining some you know, experience in terms of how to get fountain pens in. And, and I still get to buy the pens that I like. No? I actually about Maybe ninety percent of the pens I buy, I bring in are pens that I like. No, if I don't like, it, usually <laughs> <laughs> I don't bring it in there because uh, kung, uh, not bought the it, I, I I am left with the pen that I don't like. <laughs> 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 so so yon, that's one guideline. Uh, what I like, although my, what I like also got broader because of my exposure to the community. So, you know, I started penabling because uh, I knew what to get. And then when you get compliments about the, how nice the pen is, why don't you just bring in more? And that started my initial uh, post in Palenque. No? And then I, I thought that... Uh, these pens are not are not just physical pens, no. They are they are meant for something higher, no. So, so a lot of people buy pens for milestones, no, for as gifts, no. So, uh, so merong ano eh, So you you want to characterize the pen because if uh, if I sell this pen, I want it to be something. Special, no? and that's where the post started. So, para, uh, uh, these are pens with stories that uh, you know. Para you link it to, to something that strikes a chord to your emotions, you know. And then I I found out I enjoyed writing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, para the extent the hobby uh, got became broader than just uh, the pens, but the writing. 
it was something that I wasn't able to do much at work, no, because my work before was more of strategic planning, looking at numbers, no, and then making well, we'd call cold, cold reports. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't put emotions in your in your report, no. Uh, uh, but here I had the opportunity to tap my creative side, no, with, uh, and I thought that I really enjoyed. The, the writing, no? and I get, uh, I get to practice what I learned from work, which is the uh, consumer inciting. So that's needed when you develop new products or to market products. No, you have to understand what the consumers are looking for. No, what what will, uh, sa puso and those are things that I'm able to incorporate in my post. Sir Alden, your posts are, I mean, I keep saying the word iconic, but it's working, obviously. Um, and for our listeners and viewers, of course, not everyone that listens to the show um, knows how Sir Alden posts. So we'll like link that there. But often he has a picture of the pens that are for sale um, on a tray, the Muji tray, likely. <laughs> um, but there's also a caption, a lengthy caption that explores the theme of those pens. So sometimes it's just one color. But other times, it's like maquillé theme. Sometimes it's nature theme. Sometimes it's related to the season. And he actually, like, you can read all the effort and the passion. Um, sometimes it's so poetic in the way that he writes it. And he knows his consumer so well. Because not only does he know the pens that we want, um, but he also knows how to tickle us into getting that pen. And it, it's so it's so... Remarkable, Sir Alden, when you said a while ago that like pens are more than just a physical product. They're like they're there for milestones. That's something I never really thought of. But yeah, that's apparently how Ryan and I have been purchasing pens too. We just didn't notice it. Like when we like after a long period of exhaustion, it's like that pen is the milestone reward for making it through. Yeah, I couldn't add anything more to what Jika said because she really summarized everything that Sir Alden does. But I'm quite curious, Sir Alden, what's the first pen you actually sold in Palenque? If you can still remember. <laughs> actually, I, I don't remember. <laughs> it's okay. But, uh, but you know, I, I did... Uh, I did look back... Uh, when I started... I write them on my iPhone. Ooh. So I checked, no, parang 2019. Uh, and I think one of the first pens I sold was the Sailor Lecool. Oh. Uh, so tapos I, I wrote a story about the, the Power Stones. Ah, <laughs> I might have seen that, sir. I might have seen that in 2019. I remember that. <laughs> Oh, sir, a follow-up then, if you don't recall necessarily your first pen sale, what is the most often requested for pen? 
Or kahit recently lang, sir. <laughs> recently. Ayong Ryan's pen. <laughs> ah, the, the, that vanishing point po? The vanishing point? <laughs> yeah. Oh the my God, it's special. <laughs> yeah, because it, parang, it, it's been a while since I posted that, but there would be requests coming in asking for that pen. So parang, uh, it, apparently when I place that in the post, it 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 stuck to them, no? So they they're looking for that. Oh, yeah, I remember, Sir Alden. I, di ba, originally I wanted the pelican. Then I changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I changed. I don't know. This has been haunting me for for weeks. I want this pen. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I think that it delayed reaction. Parang it it left a mark, but. People didn't buy it immediately. But you know, it kept haunting them. <laughs> they would ask. <laughs> That's so good, sir. It haunts me and I don't have it. Like I feel like I own it because Ryan has it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it. I'll bring it when we see each other. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I wait. Next oh question, Ryan. I sorry. Um, ito, ito, this one is an interesting one. Um, is there a fountain pen you sold which you wish you kept it for yourself? Yes, uh, there's one pen that, that has a nice story. So, uh, mm. Well, first kasi, ang background is when I said, okay, I'll start selling pens regularly, it means that even if I like them, I really shouldn't be very attached to them. So the what I would do is if I really like them, maybe I'll just delay selling them. <laughs> I'll keep it, so I'll see it for, for some time, and then I, I should be placing it in Taleke. And one of them was the Sailor Pro Gear Tequila Sunrise. Oh. So you Anyway, uh, but somebody, but I, I posted it, no. Uh, it was sold to 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 the buyer, no? and of course it was. I think that yeah, that's the first time I felt some regret. <laughs> I really like the orange. Mm-hmm. color and how the gradients were 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 made not so from dark to to a yellow orange no and uh, it was hard to get at that time and it was the first edition uh, first release of the the cocktails yeah. and then uh, it came back to me <laughs> Huh? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> because the, the buyer uh, decided that after some time, no, he said maybe it's the name that it was an MF name. Name was a bit too thin, mm-hmm. so I saw it. He post. He didn't tell me, no, but I saw it posted in Palengke. <laughs> <laughs> 
Pwede sa sign to. I bought it back from him. <laughs> Ang ganda. I love it. <laughs> oh, it's still with me. So I said, come to Papa. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. And to be, sir, you're so lucky. Congratulations. That's the best story of the season of the of the podcast ever. Actually. Oh my gosh. Sir Alden, thank you for that story po. You have full, you have recharged and filled our happy battery until the next episode. Thank you po. Oh, how can we follow that up? Ah, sir. Um would apart from this um this this story about a very interesting like the pen that you wanted and then had a misconnection and bought back. Are there any other interesting transactions you've had? in these years that you've been selling pens? Uh, yes, actually, ano, marami, marami. I, I understand. Uh, pero iba pang, pang MMK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's start muna with a love story muna. <laughs> oh, go see. So, there was a, a buy, uh, a female buyer no tapos she was looking for a pen and then she said that she's going to give it as an anniversary gift so sabi niya sa akin no, don't don't tell no so ano so you'll keep it a secret sige okay sige okay naman and then the next day the partner naman, the, the, the guy, contacted me also. Huh? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, for the same purpose, no? he wanted to buy a pen for the girl. Oh. So, I was keeping secret with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I was extra careful. You message you that it, re- it reaches the right person. Because they, they, they both happened at the same time. No? Although I had it delivered uh, different different times. Although it would have been cheaper if I sent them at the same time. So, double surprise for them because, Uy, galing pala kay Sir Alden. Ito, galing kay Sir Alden. <laughs> so, they surprised each other and I was... Uh, I like it because it, parang I was an instrument to to making their anniversary more special. So, ayun, okay naman yun. Meron iba naman, parang yun nga, pang MMK din, like, uh, uh, there, were, there was a new buyer who contacted me and he said he was going to um, give a pen for his uh, wife. And he knew that the wife was buying pens from me. So he was asking, ganyan, ano yung mga possible pens. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't have that pen that he was looking for kasi the, the, the wife mentioned something. Pero 
we became friends on Facebook. So, uh, so, 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 yun, no? And then, I think that was on a Thursday or Friday. Tapos, and then Monday, he passed away. Oh my gosh. It was a sudden, it was a sudden death. So parang, parang, ano, uh, memorable naman sa akin kasi parang one of his last what, uh, act was to find a fountain pen gift for for the wife. So parang, mm-hmm. nakatouch naka them. So, so that's why I said, you know, these are just, these are really just pens and parang they they are symbols talaga eh, of uh, of uh, humanity ganyan so yo no touch naman din nga ako doon na naging friend ko but i never got to meet him so yun oh my gosh sir i feel like just as you create pen stories in your sales you're so integral to the stories of the buyers of those pens sir Yes, that's why yun nga yung kakawin yung parang you make other people and you become happy as well. Ang raming gano'n people by you know, for graduation or yung nga passing the exam and yun nga as gift. No? And yun nga yung isang pen din na si uh, Someone who, who passed to in doctors na mm-hmm. who, who died of COVID, no? So, so she she had you know, very. It struck me in post now colorful there. Eh. She she had a post na puro different types of suits. They blue, my purple, my green. ready to fight COVID, and then she was she got. She tested positive, no, and she she was in the hospital for a long time, and then she recovered. And then when she recovered, she she contacted me and she wanted to give a pen to her doctor. So are you surprised, na no? Pang surprise ako, kasi she talked to the doctor's wife. So yun yung internet. She she arranged for that while she was still re- recovering in the hospital, and then uh, so I made the arrangement. So I sent the pen to to the wife. So I wrote pa yung message niya ganyan, no? So para may and she dictated to me what what I would write. Para it would be a surprise then for the husband, the doctor when he arrives, no? So so yun so. And then you know, uh, so the, the, after that, parang a few weeks later, biglang nag, uh, nag bumalik yung COVID, and she she passed away. So yon. So after that, parang nagraise din ilit ng funds and yeah. so yeah, I'll donate a pen, and it's the same pen that she gave as a gift to the doctor. Because parang naging symbolic din yung pen ayon as you know, parang you're sick na ganyan, but she still thought of, you know, uh, she thought of the doctors, no? she thought not of herself, but of somebody else. So, and found the fountain pen was the, the bridge. Yeah. I don't know how to feel. 
So many beautiful stories. Both, of course, warm, give us warm, fuzzy feelings, but also, syempre, they're quite um, sad. Diba? But I think... It's sad, pero ano yung nangingibabaw pa rin yung love? No? So, oh. parang ano, nakaka... nakaka-uplift din kahit, kahit sad yung story. Oh, wow. A love story with fountain pens. The kind of love is not even just romantic. Different mm-hmm. kinds of forms of love. Diba? Diba, pag meron nga, ano yan yung um, love language? Fountain pen. New love language. Physical touch. Quality time. Fountain pens. Fountain pen. <laughs> But that was your love language. Was, was there something that triggered that? Parang that was long ago, pero lately I'm hearing it a lot more often. Again. Yeah, sir, yeah. it's back. It's totally back. It's like everything's in categories now. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a wave. I think before millennials were into it, like, yeah, our age group. Tapos I think now, the Gen Zs, those are in their 20s, are now into love language also. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. I think we're down to our last question. Am I right, Ryan? In our code? Yeah. yeah. Our last question. Although I think you've already um, pointed out a lot of realizations, a lot of reflections, Sir Alden, but maybe we just want to ask if there's a particular realization that you have gained as a fountain pen palenque power seller with all of the the stories, all of the transactions, all of the people you've met. So I think you, since you mentioned it, but you started in 2019, but the stories you've shared with us are so rich. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even feel like it was just three years or four years. Parang it felt like now you're doing it for, <laughs> for so many years. Yeah. <laughs> Chine ko nga sa iPhone, yung lahat ng message, yung post ko, parang since 2019, I had 700 plus posts. Oh, <laughs> wild! Grabe! That's a lot of pens, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, your question is, what did I realize? I think, yung word na community, it's, uh, It talagang nagkaroon ng meaning yung word na community with our fountain pen community. And especially in the last two years na nagka-pandemic, no? And people stayed more at home and fountain pens were there to keep us company, no? So parang, syempre, you miss out missed out on going out with, with family and friends outside of the ones at home, no? And, and Uh, sana kung palaging okay yung family sa pandemic to your nerves. <laughs> so, so parang kasi lahat kayo in, in this cramped space. No? So, uh, yun, so it's a, a it's a nice retreat and at the same time because of the internet you're able to reach outside. So uh, in fact parang I felt that I was Uh, I was thinking about uh, it's like a cocoon, eh, diba? Parang we were cocooned. Uh, it means like if you were like a caterpillar, you need the cocoon to eventually become a butterfly, no? So, 
So ganun. So parang inisip ko rin, what, what is the pandemic doing to me? What am I changing into? No? Uh, eh, yun nga, parang I felt that mas na-develop yung, yung sense of community. Parang it's not really telekinetic powers. No? <laughs> Pero yung mind reading, alam mo, parang I felt that it, it, it developed more no, in me. No? So, so I would get comments from bias na parang uh, when I posted something, they would say, ito pa man yung iniisip ko at that time. No? So, parang, uh, but no? parang, parang di, mind reader ka ba? <laughs> I get those kinds of comments. And, and baka ka, no? Kasi uh, when I prepare, parang I sort of I don't really know what I would write for the day or for the next day. Pero parang I I I try to be still and ano ano nga ba? So and and a picture of a set of pens will appear in my mind. And apparently, but siguro that same picture is being seen by someone else in the community. <laughs> so parang I get I got that sense during the pandemic. So. Which is good, which means that we are really connecting as a community. That's what I realized from this happy in the past two years. My gosh, sir, and then that's you're giving me new perspectives about being in the hobby. (laughs) 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 It's really motivating to fall back into it. I mean, we've been so busy at work um, in the last two months or three months or so. And it was really hard, at least for me, to like see why I was still there. Other than the podcast, it's always fun. It's always like I can still journal and everything. But I kind of really do miss being part of something bigger um, actively. So thank you, Sir Alden, for that reminder. Okay. <laughs> so the next segment is more of, ano, this is not re- reflection anymore, but more of just a fast talk. We call it this or that. Uh, we just want to, I think we've pretty much started to understand Sir Alden's taste. And maybe for some people who really look up to Sir Alden, they would they would prefer this brand more because he recommends it. So that's what we're going to do. But then again, we don't want that certain brands are prioritized where others are not. But we just want to know um, your thoughts based on limited choices. Limited choices. Because... The, I'm trying to edit out some of the brands which we know you like already based on our <laughs> <laughs> So make you choose between brands that maybe you did not mention. <laughs> so that okay. you have okay. between two. So para kang ano, um, stranded in an island with two choices. <laughs> oh, okay. no, forced to make a choice. <laughs> forced to make a choice. Okay. So the first one, since it it seems like you you do like platinum. You might also have a sailor, so I'm going to remove sailor now. It's either pilot or pelican. <laughs> pelican. pelican. Next. Pelican. Um, Quick drying or water resistant inks? Quick drying. Quick drying. Yeah, kasi ano, 
uh, I'm a lefty. Oh. So, although I usually don't have problems with smudging, naman, uh, but preferably quick drying. Do you have a recommended quick drying ink? Sailor Yonaga. Mm. Yonaga, I like it. Okay. okay, this one. Two Japanese paper brands. Tomoe River Paper or MD Midori Paper? Midori. Midori. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Yung Tomoe River, uh, kasi siguro, I don't like it thinness. Yeah. Parang mas nagbi-bleed through siya. So, uh, I like mm-hmm. Midori better. And then, yung, yung plain ng eggs, uh, I, I, I see it naman sa Midori. Happy na, happy na ako <laughs> <laughs> Without really bleeding through. Mm, understood, sir. Next. Oh, earlier you talked about Ajika go go go. Um, sir, One we noticed that you have a penchant for medium nibs. So the next two choices are fine or broad nibs. Fine. Oh. Okay. Um. Okay, of- also partly because lefty ako, so mm. uh, with broad. Uh, it broad news parang yun nga you get to experience more bleed through and probably smudging more and uh, I have to write bigger letters okay that makes Kasi sense kung, kung de, magdidikit-dikit masyado yun <laughs> <laughs> opo um, sir between two icons of German fountain pens Pelican M1000 or Mont Blanc 149 I have to choose, no? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, sir. On an island, you can only bring one. Uh, only because M- MB149, because I was able to hold it now. You Pelican 1000, I haven't. So, and okay naman yung grip ko dun sa Mont Blanc. So, yung Pelican, actually yung M800 for me start to be a bit too too heavy. Mm. You can't use it for a long time. Parang M600 is my ideal size and weight for Pelican. Oh. I think... Okay. Those- I place that question there for Anne for a personal reason because I'm choosing between the two. So, my vested interest. Sir Alden, last na po of the two choices. Even if your collection or rather your everyday pen, so it seems, are mainly Japanese. But kanina, the first question was between like a sailor and the pelican and you chose the German pen. So, between those two categories, the Japanese pen. Pen. Oh, but this is the last choice. Um, Between Japanese pens or German pens, which of the two would you choose? I like Japanese. 
definitely definitely Japanese. Because uh, I I've seen the culture of Japanese. Na, di ba yung concept of quality control, yung mga kaisen mm-hmm. principles nila. So they there is a reverence for work. And you feel it sa quality sa sa level of deviation. No? So mm-hmm. so they're able to make nibs that are in between. No? Yung mga, may fine, may medium, pero may medium fine. So ganun sila ka-precise. No? And you see the opposite with uh, German pens no? or sometimes even Italian pens. Parang you get you buy an F but you don't really know it's going to be writing like an F. <laughs> <laughs> Mas wide yung ano nila, yung range ng mid-performance. So ganun nga yun. In, actually, with the Pelican, I couldn't differentiate the EF from the F. Actually, kasi yung range nila parang yung siguro yung higher yung yung quality standard nila pasok yung yung range na halos F na yung EF but we we still pass it. Ako I imagine although I can't I'm not sure no, but I can imagine na parang sa Japanese they really take the time to check the the nib width. Sir Alden, I love how you put it that there is a reverence for the work. That's so beautiful. <laughs> the phrasing, sir, and coming takeaways in this episode and I I am just like in awe. Thank you. <laughs> Same here. I've I've learned a lot of new things actually uh, with our conversation with Sir Alden. It motivated me to buy a new pen in May. <laughs> Sir Alden, sir, I okay, we can talk May. afterwards. <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, um, Sir Alden's stories really is so inspiring, and it really reminds us that having these stationaries, all of these these things, fountain pens, inks, paper, they all form part of our narratives and our stories. And even him, as someone who would sell these pens, also carries with him these stories that people have. So it's so beautiful, Panaga. Yes, sir. It's like you're the giver in that in that book. The giver. <laughs> Is that the one? Where like, there's, sorry, I, I know it's assigned reading, but I never read it. But it's about the person like in a community who essentially carries majority or all the stories of the community. And you have to access him at a particular age, I think. Sorry, I have to verify this through the Wikipedia summary. But yeah. Um, and essentially, Sir Alden, you are our story keeper. And I mean, you share your stories through your Facebook posts and through selling us the pens that we didn't know we desired or that we've desired for so long. And it's like we didn't know that, you know, it was so rooted in this notion of community in the same way that you like choose your pens thematically. It's like the pens are a manifestation of the community itself because I'm pretty sure that each and every one of those pens goes to someone in the community and the story expands and the community grows. And it feels so nice to talk to you, Sir Alden, because we feel like we've accessed the giver. Thank you. Thank you, sir, for sharing your stories and keeping our stories with you as well. 
once again, thank, thank you, you for the opportunity to invite me here. Huh? I appreciate it all. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, Abin Casaneda, thank you very much, sir, for joining us in another episode of Pen News. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank you.